everyone. Welcome to The Purpose Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The goal of this podcast is to help men find and fulfill their purpose. I'm going to help them be good, strong leaders, good, strong men, good male role models in their community. I'm going to do that by having conversations. I'm going to invite guests on. I'm going to ask our guests, what is your purpose? What do you think your purpose ought to be? How did you find that purpose? And what do you do every single day? How do you get up, get after it, and fulfill that purpose? Our guest today is John Larson. John is a husband. John is a father. John is a friend. John is an excellent CrossFitter. But most of all, John is a good man. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing okay. After after Texas blew it against Alabama. Hey, they held in there. You know, I'm not that kind of guy that's like that's still a dub because we held, you know, Alabama to 20 points for but sure. 20 to 19, it hurt. It hurt bad, especially after I had emotionally detached from football this season <laughs> because I'm going to put so much into bow hunting. I was like, I'm not watching football. I'm just not going to do it. And then I looked literally today at halftime. We were 10 10. And I said, I got to I gotta go watch. And so I went over to my buddies. I, I think I called you before the podcast. Yeah. I was like, I am heading very fast <laughs> down to my buddies to watch this second half of football. And uh, so. The answer, John, is is not okay. I'm not doing okay because I finally got emotionally invested in football. But uh, anyway, I'm glad you're doing well because you avoided football today. Yes, um, that's that's my that's one of my secrets to life is yeah, just avoid. I, oh yeah, in, I don't in watch the podcast any of my right play. there. Yeah, yeah. In, in the <laughs> exactly. podcast right there. Exactly. Just don't We're watch done. football. We're done. <laughs> Uh, John, we're going to get right into it. We ask our guests this question first every single time. What is your purpose? Uh, man, my purpose is first and foremost. I want to be a Christ follower. I want to do um, basically. I I just want to make sure that I'm being a better overall man every single day. Um, and of course, we're gonna fall and and get away from that on a daily basis. But man, just get back up and, and keep moving forward. Uh, the second thing is being a husband, um, just being the best husband I can be to my wife, and then uh, being a dad um, and just just living by example with them and and showing them. You know, yes, sir. Just ethics and manners and all that, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and we, we talked before this, and you you had said father, and then you changed it to dad, and like we can look at that a couple different ways, mm-hmm. but I, I like that because you know we can talk about biological father and all that stuff, but you said I want to be a good dad, and I, I think that says a lot to to you and and the way I've seen you interact with your kids, and so I like that that little change there that that made me feel good. I got. Got the warm and fuzzy. <laughs> that's, um, that's so we're going to start with a, uh, a little rapid fire. This is something new we're going to do. We haven't done it with the past two guests. Okay. But uh, I, I want to start with it. And it's just going to be some simple questions that you get to just kind of answer. And we can kind of break the ice a little bit. Okay. Um, you and I haven't had very many long conversations. So let's go ahead and get into this. What okay. is your favorite meal to prep? My favorite meal to prep? Uh, honestly, every single day, it's... Uh, Man, it's chicken breast and white rice. Chicken breast and white rice. Yep. And then, uh, or jasmine rice. Um, I do that and then I got like a whole slew of uh, sauces in my refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Salsa and, you know, all sorts of Asian sauces. Oh, yeah. So that's probably my favorite. Okay. See, I'm making a tactical error here because I'm asking these high-level fitness dudes what their favorite meal to prep <laughs> is. And I know damn well it's always going to be chicken and rice. Right. And I keep messing it yep. up because I'm like the I'm like the only meal prep dude that like it cooks, you know, like because I cook in my off time when I'm yeah. not meal prepping, and so I, I need to remove that question because the last guy he's like chicken and rice is that even a question? So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that that's funny. I tactical error on my part. <laughs> what is your favorite lift? Oh, 
I love the snatch. Olympic weightlifting. Yep, that's that's my favorite. Squat snatches. I used to hate them. I used to wake up every morning and was like, "Yeah, I'm not going today." You know, but I've been doing this for ten years now, and that's that's my favorite. My favorite okay. lift. Yeah, that that uh, that I didn't. Again, I ask a CrossFitter what their favorite lift is, and it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious the squat snatch. Um, I'm, I'm two for two here. <laughs> no, that's that's good. I was expecting something like deadlifts, you know, because you're you're a heavy a heavy lifting guy, and so yeah. I was expecting something like deadlifts. The the squat snatch. Um, that's that's pretty cool, and it's one of the most impressive to do well. Like once you get the form down, it seems to be one of the most impressive to watch watch it, you do at least. Oh well, thanks. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I just I tell everybody this because squat snatch is one of the most um, uh, how do I want to say that it's high level I guess um, there's a lot of things that have to go perfect in order yeah. to land in the bottom of that snatch the bottom of the squat with the bar overhead um, and it's just crazy to think about so um, so yeah I think I think that's that's just it's it's a fun lift to watch whenever there's you know at the crossfit games or or anything like that it's always fun to see a snatch ladder yeah uh last year in 2021 at the crossfit games that was my favorite thing seeing annie thor's daughter hit a all-time pr after having a kid and coming back and bouncing back and, and hitting that and winning the event uh was or taking second in the event was just it was awesome for me that's really cool so awesome man what is your favorite day of the week man i'll I don't know. I'm sure everybody probably says Friday, but honestly, like I look at Thursday as like Friday Eve. So I'm like, so I can get like psyched for Friday. So kind of like Thursday, like midday on, I don't know. I I just like, I like that part of the day. (laughs) Man. So I said we hadn't done this. We did this at the end of the last episode and uh, my boy Brett said Monday. And so he's got that killer mentality Okay, and uh, he's got you beat there. So yeah, yeah, Thursday Eve, it's not Monday, man. Right. Yeah. No, Hey, I'm just giving you, I'm I'm not going to say like, Oh, Monday's a, you know, having a Monday or whatever, but it's like, I don't know, man. I just get pumped for the weekend. No, because that was like, I was like, this is another layup question. And he answered, he was like, Monday. And I was like, well, <laughs> okay. thanks. You just beat every single person that I'm ever going to have on this podcast. So That's thanks. awesome. No, Thursday, I think I like Thursdays the best too. And that comes from uh, Pantex because we used to have those short Fridays. Yeah. And then every other Friday off. For sure. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Thursdays are, Thursdays are the bomb. Heck and yeah. then I get to shoot my bow on Thursday. So that's, that's Heck cool. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you. Um, what is your favorite book and why? My favorite book. Um, so I think my favorite book of all time is going to be All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Um, I read it in college and it's just, man, it really grabs everything and it still holds up to this day of uh, yeah, a, lie, a, a picture of, you know, in the day of, of a soldier, um, and I'm I'm not prior military or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I I think a lot of people kind of misinterpret what it is to be a soldier and what it is to deal with that stuff on a daily basis. And this book takes it and and just grips everything that it is to be that. I mean, it was it was written by a World War One vet who this is loosely based off of his life experiences during World War One, and at World War One is a huge. Right, uh, turning point in modern warfare, and uh, you know you had machine guns and planes, and tanks are introduced and all that stuff. So I, that's I love I love that part of history, but that that book just 
man, it was. I'm not a big book reader, but that was one I just I couldn't let I couldn't let go. Say say it again for the the guests. And make oh, sure it's, it. Yeah, it's called All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet on the Western yeah. Front. Cool, man. I got that written down. It sounds cool. Are you, are you a history guy? I I love history. You yep. should. Uh, I don't I don't want to keep going back to the last podcast, but you should look at Martyr Made podcast. Have you okay. ever heard of it? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, I'll I'll, I'll hit you up after okay. this. Martyr Made. It is wonderful. This dude dives like deep, deep, deep into it. like like scenes of history that nobody really talks about like the Heck west yeah. have you heard of the west virginia coal miner uh the the, the rebellion uh, where they unionized a little, yeah a little bit of it i don't know in depth or anything like that this but guy yeah. does <laughs> That's and awesome. he, he puts it out and uh that was his most recent but he goes into jeffrey epstein and all, like he, oh, he does wow. some modern stuff okay but t- typically ties into like historical lenses and stuff like yeah. that it's wild so I'll, awesome. I'll have to hook you up on that yeah. and then uh I, I think i'm gonna start like a book list of our guest favorite books Heck yeah and so I'll, I'll make sure to put that that all quiet on the western front if you like okay. sci-fi stuff i'm just throwing this out there jurassic park is is a freaking amazing book as well really Five, yeah really? Jurassic Park Michael Crichton um, so different than the movie I mean the movie is great the original the first one 1993 you know yeah. Steven Spielberg epic but the uh, the book man the book is the book is great so if awesome. you're a sci-fi nerd I'm also a sci-fi nerd man check that one out as well Sweet. Uh, sugar cookie or chocolate chip for oh, sugar cookie sugar cookie sugar interesting cookie. interesting yep. interesting um, favorite superhero Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Gotta go with Spidey. Yep. Gotta yep. go with Spider-Man. Yep. Why is that? Uh, just ever since I was a little kid, man, that was uh, waking up on Saturday morning watching Spider-Man um, cartoon. That was that was it. That, I, and I just, I loved it. I've loved it ever since. And then that's getting, awesome. in, getting into comic books and stuff like that, that's, you know... I don't know. That's he's awesome. he's my dude for sure. I had a uh, I had a little cousin that had a Spider Man blanket until like the day he graduated, and I think he still got it. <laughs> Heck and yeah. he used to uh, he used to walk around with the Spider Man gloves, and so he was like a huge Spider Man. That's fan. awesome. Yeah, that, that's cool. Uh, a lot of people like that one. Yeah. So, uh, well, I want to get into a little bit of kind of how we met. Uh, we met at CrossFit Amarillo, mm-hmm. and uh, if I remember, so I remember scenes pretty well, and I walked into one of my first. Uh, like wads or whatever you whatever you would call it uh, yeah. a class on at the old gym and it was coincidence you call it you know call it god call it whatever uh you were your first day back after your skin surgery and it was your first day back your wife was back and you looked very upset <laughs> and you looked very upset and i remember biking next to taryn and taryn goes I, I don't. I don't want to put like super like words in her mouth, but what what it came off to me as is that guy's a badass. I don't remember her exact words. She probably didn't cuss, but I remember it coming off as that guy's a badass. And I said, "Oh, really? Why?" And she said, "Like he lost a considerable amount of weight, like doing CrossFit, and he just had skin surgery, and this is his first day back." Mm-hmm. And then you were getting after it that day. And again, you were really upset. It, it's funnier. It's you look like a much happier dude with a beard. <laughs> Uh, like like oh, like the beard eliminates the the, the male RBF. You know uh, what yeah, I mean? yeah, so, for sure. But yeah, you were you were very upset, and I remember saying like, you know, he lost all that weight, and you you know where I was, and, and oh. still kind of am. I was like, man, I, I'm gonna be like that guy one day, and then I knew you were getting after it, and you were obviously top dog in the gym when and during that class. Like even though you were you know just back from your skin surgery, you were you were top dog at at that workout. And I remember saying, I want to be just like that guy, and then I'm going to beat that guy eventually. You know what I mean? Good. Like we're going to yep. compete. Yeah. And uh, so that was one of the, the days I really decided that like, hey, I'm going to give this thing a go. You know what I mean? Because you're doing it, just had skin surgery, you get 
that again. Yeah. You know, and your wife's doing it with you. I thought that was really, really cool. Oh, yeah. And then I think it was a little bit after that when we met. I think we didn't really officially meet until uh, CFA had moved. Right. Yeah. And so right. it, it was it was a couple months after, you know, I was I was a green nude, kinda getting to know everybody. Sure. And uh, you know, just trying to wrap my head around Jimmy and Brick first and then I'll meet <laughs> yeah. everybody else. You know two characters for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like trying to <laughs> trying to get my feet wet with those guys and Heck then yeah. I'll go to meet everybody else. Um but I, I remember, I think the reason we met is I I'd kind of started talking to you about, uh, you know, what the weight loss and, and struggling with some of my issues with CrossFit of, you know, the, the pains and the, you know, being tired and stuff yeah. like that. And so that's how we met. And dude, I want to, I want to thank you. You were really, really open with all of that information. And, you know, you, you can really tell when you're in the gym, you're trying to bring people up with you, not push anybody back down. You know what I mean? Well, so I, I do want to thank you about that. But um, can we start on how did you get started in CrossFit? And why has it been such an anchor for you? Uh, can, can we go over yeah. that? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, so um, a little backstory before that even. Uh, in high school, I was 300 pounds um, when I graduated. Uh, I, I played football, was in the weight room, all that kind of stuff, but didn't know anything about nutrition, didn't know anything about any of that kind of stuff. So uh, go to play some college football uh, at a small D3 school up in Minnesota and ended up hurting my back real bad. Uh, ended up, had a slipped disc, uh, had a cracked vertebrae. Um, and so it was, uh, it was, I mean, a, a career, a, you know, career ender basically from that point on. And uh, I remember walking into my coach's office just in tears, just like, I didn't know what to do. I just got off the phone with my dad. I didn't know what to do. And went and saw the doctor and like my football career was over. That's the only reason I went to college was to play football. Right. You know, I don't, I don't care about I didn't at the time care about school or classes or anything like that. It was, I wanted to play football. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. You were playing football. Exactly. Yep. Because of damn. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so fast forward, um, let's see, about two years. uh, So I'm not playing football anymore, rarely going to the gym, doing anything like that. So I just continue to to stack on the pounds. Um, And then I remember uh, we moved, at this time I lived in uh, Montana, I moved to Texas, uh, to Lubbock, Texas, uh, with my whole family moved down there. And I remember driving home from, uh, I don't even know what it was. Some, maybe a college, like a small group get together from church or something like that. Right. Eating a, going to freaking Whataburger and, and eating Whataburger. And I got home, I looked at what I was eating. I looked at myself and I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is got to change i'm not playing football anymore um you know i need to get healthy for and at the time i had had no girlfriend i had no um you know no wife no family no no nothing um just just a few friends that i had met at college i was going to love christian university at the time um so i was like i've got to i've got to figure this out this is stupid like what am i doing with my life um so i threw i ate half the burger and threw the rest of it away went to bed that night and then got up the next day. I was on the phone. Me and my dad are like best friends. So on the phone with my dad and uh, my dad's had multiple knee surgeries. He's he's a big dude just because he can't hardly move because he, I mean, he's 40 years old and has two full knee replacements and, you know, a lot of 12 knee surgeries all together. So anyways, so we get to talk in and, and he and I start hitting the gym together. Right. <clears throat> so. Uh, he and I start going. Um, I don't even remember the name of the gym. It's not even around anymore um, in Lubbock. But uh, started going to that gym and uh, together, and we were holding each other accountable. So we did that for Absolutely. probably a good two years. 
Um, started doing Weight Watchers uh, because, I, like I said before, knew nothing about nutrition. And right. that kind of like, you know, you have your point system with that. So I was like, I really watched what I ate with my points. And then I was like, I'm saving up points for the weekend because I'm going to eat pizza, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. So um, started doing that. And then um, I got involved with a, a group at my church. Uh, it was a college group at my church. And uh, some of the girls in the group, they were – they uh, they play volleyball, so they're on they're on the volleyball team for Florida Christian University, um, and so I got you know how nice yeah right yeah. I know right so God's uh, work you know? <laughs> exactly God's work exactly so I got, I got to talking to them about stuff and um, I'm just, sure you did yes, yeah I'm sure, I'm yeah, sure yeah. you got to that very quickly yeah yeah, yeah. just you know just. You know, nonchalantly talking to them about yeah, stuff. Yeah, no agenda. Uh, yeah, none. None, none, none no agenda. All. None at all. So, uh, but then they they actually introduced me to CrossFit. So right. they uh, they had told me, hey, you know what? You really need to try CrossFit. Um, you know, come up to the gym or whatever and go talk to uh, the guy's name was Zach. He and a few other guys actually ran a gym outside or out of the um, Lubbock Christian University facilities. So I went up and, and talked to those guys, man. And ever since then, like I went to my first uh, onboarding class with yeah. for CrossFit. Um, and then ever since then, like I drank the Kool Aid and I was done. Dude, like, that that has got to be a CIA sting operation from hell. Right? Just like what? Yeah. Just get a bunch of volleyball girls yeah. to prey on some semi chubby college men. <laughs> right. You're like, hey, come do some CrossFit. Hey, yeah, you try this. <laughs> and okay. You're like, you know, you need to work out. And then yeah, that yeah. that is. That's the chief marketing. Nick Shelton, what are you doing? Right. Nick Shelton, <laughs> right. what are you doing? Right. Well, you're right. not on this level. So, that that yeah. was that was a ploy. No. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. That's yeah. a, that's a great story. No, yeah, it was. Uh, like I said, ever since then, drank the Kool Aid, um, and then, yeah. So it, I mean, it's just and that was ten years ago. Uh, literally ten years ago to this year. So uh, 2012. That's was awesome. When I started. So yeah. That's awesome. Cool, man. So. Uh, what did what did CrossFit really do for you? So describe to me, kind of, you know, in my own journey, CrossFit turned my my stuff up to twelve. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially, well, that was probably seventy five hard, but CrossFit turned my workouts up to twelve. Sure. And seventy five hard got everything else in line. Yeah. What did CrossFit do for you, and what specific changes did it make in your life that you can attribute directly to CrossFit? Okay. Yeah. So directly to CrossFit. Um, <clears throat> Really, the big things it did for me was build my confidence. I, 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 people are like, oh yeah, CrossFit's so expensive. CrossFit's this, CrossFit's that. I'm like, look, to me, CrossFit's priceless. Yeah. Because it, because of what it's done for me in my life. Um, and then, you know, that helps me help other people, which is one of my greatest passions of life in life is helping other people because I've been there. I know, I know how it is. And, uh, that's yeah. what I want to do. But anyways, so building confidence for sure um, is probably the greatest contribution that CrossFit is, has given to me. Um, Absolutely. Through that. Uh, so, you know, just um, being able to, like in high school, they had the, your fit test and in, in PE was, you know, pull up. pull-ups was one of the fit test things, yep. you know? And it's like, if you can't do a pull-up, you just hang from the bar for as long as you can. I'm like... You know, I'm over there hanging from the bar because I can't do a freaking pull up. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, oh. Presidential so, fitness test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yep. 
I know we're, so, we're a little bit apart in age, but I had to do that too. And yeah. uh, I hung from the bar. So yeah. I don't know that I've ever done a pull-up. Yeah. Like literally it, my life uh, that I can remember, I don't know that I've ever done a pull-up. No, up and until so, the point, yeah, until doing CrossFit, I, I, I had never done a pull-up. And even at that, you know, you have the band and you, you got to, you know, get on the band and use the band to help you get a pull-up in or whatever. And yeah. Jumping pull-ups, whatever it is, to scale in order to get to that point. I mean, I, that was me. Yeah. No, that's so, that's cool. I've heard that build confidence that's that's a theme, especially for men, yeah. is when something really really helps them. It it's a good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a percentage down. I'm gonna start writing these things <laughs> down of what percentage it is of hey, what changed your life? Oh, the building the confidence. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's that that helps with finding that purpose. Of, you know, finding a purpose as a CrossFitter, or a lot of guys find it through BJJ. You know, because sure. it's competitive and physical yep. and things like that. Yep. Uh, you know, finding that purpose in, in CrossFit and giving yourself some confidence because you were able to fulfill that purpose. Uh, I, I think that's that's pretty key. Would you agree with that? Uh, uh, yeah, 100%. yeah, that, that's yep. cool. I, I've heard that a lot, Definitely. and it, it's helped me. You know, I, I I go along with that. You know, I mean, I, I feel that I feel that hard. I get sure. the vibes. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, if if I can add one more thing onto that, yeah, yeah. Um, I think sure. it honestly CrossFit what it's done for me in, in my life, and this is in this isn't by no means like sponsored by CrossFit or yeah, anything yeah. like that. But um, man, I will uh, I'll tell you, it has helped me tackle what life throws at me because you walk into the gym that day and you don't know what the workout's going to be or anything like that really yeah um and that's how like i I didn't know until i walked into the gym at our when i first started and so it kind of is like you instantly have to get mentally prepared and mentally set for what you're about to do and then you got to tell your body like hey this is about to happen you know i'm a i'm i'm the kind of guy that wants a plan i I need to know what (laughs) what's coming down the line you know yeah um but that's not how life works, and we all know that. And so, I, you know, that has helped me with that in that aspect as well. So it's kind of a, a cool, yeah, a cool thing. Besides the confidence, I mean, that's that's another another, I don't know, something else to add to the top of that. I, I think that that uh, that taking what what life is thrown at you, you know, getting uncomfortable because Definitely. you don't know yep. when it's there. I think that that's key. And I didn't look, at, I didn't even know there was workouts available for like six months of CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, my wife, she's starting and you've seen her kind of like, starting. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, I hate the fact that she knows where the workouts yeah. are now. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Because she's looking at them and I do too now just because I, I try to, I'm doing the two workouts every single day. Oh, for sure. And so I've got to, I've got to figure out my training somehow. Yes. You know what I mean? If I'm going to effectively strength train and try to effectively CrossFit, I cannot go in there and do heavy, heavy, heavy deadlifts yeah. and then go and get just a, a great CrossFit workout, you know, deadlift. If I deadlift on Wednesday and then we go in and we have a Metcon oh, with yeah. heavy deadlifts in it, I'm just going to ruin you gotta, me. Yeah. You know what you I mean? you got to be smart for sure. And, and for me with my knees, I, I kind of, you know, if it's a super heavy squat day and I'm just going to be doing air squats and step ups the whole day, sometimes I'll be like, no, I'm going to go and hit a, a strength, you know, strength part and, and I'll trade days and stuff like yeah. that. And so I think eventually it's okay to know what the workouts are, but definitely in the beginning to build that resiliency and that, hey, no matter what it is, I'm going to come in and get it done. I, I think that they shouldn't even give beginners the, the workouts. <laughs> yeah, like, right. hey, look, you got to be here right. for three months. And start cherry picking workouts yeah. yeah before you start cherry picking workouts yeah. and nick nick actually when i first asked for the workouts because i was like hey man i need like a week view of the workouts you know like or i need i need something to look at these workouts because i you know i'm i'm just burning myself out you know because I'll, yeah. I'll do and you know the way crossfit you know it's it's legs every single day and it's back every single day <laughs> yeah. and occasionally we do some you know we do some pushing which it's not really that but like right. that's what it feels, it feels like, like yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and so I was, I was like, I was struggling. I was like, man, I, I need to know where I can, I can start putting these things. And he's like, no, you're not going to cherry pick workouts. And I was like, no, man, like, 
I need you to trust me because I, <laughs> I need to I need to start cherry picking some workouts. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a really important important step of, of doing it well, and I, I like that you that you said that. So, where does uh, where does CrossFit kind of fit in in your life in in your daily balance? Like, is it uh, an extremely important part? It, it obviously seems like it. Yeah. Um, where does it? What what am I trying to ask? Where does it fit in, and how do you balance it with all the other things that you've got going on? Because you're a busy dude. You've got two kids, correct? Two kids, a boy yep. and a girl. Yep, boy and what, girl. How old are they? Uh, they're one and three right now. They're, one and three. They're about to be two and four. So, yeah, it's one it's and a three, lot. two and four. Yep. Okay, cool. And then, how long were you married before you had your kids? Just three, curious. three years. Three years. Yep. Okay, that's pretty. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, this this year actually November is going to be our seven year anniversary. So. Oh, cool. Good yeah. for you. Happy Thank anniversary. You. Thank you. So, how do you how do you balance all that? What what do you do? Because your wife has a pretty high powered job. Yeah. You know, from what I know, and you're you're no slacker. I mean, you've got a, a pretty demanding job, from what for I hear. Sure. Yep. That uh, y'all both have some good things going on. How do you you particularly balance your day and allow CrossFit to be in that? And what part does CrossFit play in there? How, yeah. When does it when does it get thrown to the side or does it ever get thrown to the side? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay. So I prioritize my fitness and my health above my job. Right. So so in my hierarchy of you know what's most important to me, um, obviously it's basically the three my three purposes so it's um uh being a christ follower uh my wife my kids and then it's fitness you know um and then it's my job but i i do i put that there because a lot of times people put well if i have time today i can go work out no Mm -hmm. that's not that's not how that works Mm -hmm. because you're gonna find every excuse in the book to start cherry picking workouts. Exactly. To not go. Um, you know, oh, work work ran a little late today or work work did this or that or uh, I got the kids, you know, baseball practice later or, you know, uh, my little daughter's uh, gymnastics after school or whatever. Well, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to go at 5 or I'm going to get up at 4.30 a.m. and I'm going to go to the 5 a.m. class. I'm going to work out at that time so that I can make that. Right. Um so, so yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it is very, very high priority in my life. Um, and I've, I've even been asked in interviews for jobs, uh, you know, if you couldn't work out, would you, if we told you you couldn't work out anymore, would you work here? I said, no, I mean, I, I no, I won't. Right. That's, you know, that's because, the correct answer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's balancing life. So you got to I mean, yeah, you got to work, but man, you, cause you got to provide for your family, obviously, but at the same time, your family is everything. I mean, your your wife and your kids. I mean, they are they are they should be um, very very high priority in there. Yeah. Um, underneath, in in my case, and I'm not saying this has to be for everybody, but in my case, it's you know under right underneath God is my family, um, and you got to find that that work life balance. Right. Um, and so, like I said just a few minutes ago, one of the one of the ways I, I do that is by hey, if if uh, my girl has you know gymnastics after school, I'm gonna go at five a.m. Um, or if for whatever reason five a.m. rolls around and I'm just like not feeling it, not feeling it, it's hey, I'm taking a long after lunch. work. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go run at lunch, or um, I'll uh, I'll go after work. Um, you know, I'll go do whatever. After, you know, I, I prioritize it to get it in sometime of the day after right. after gymnastics. Hey, 
hey, I'm going to go for a quick run just real quick, just so that I'm moving. And my, my job is very physically demanding all day, uh, you know. And so it's it's not like I'm like worried about calories that I'm burning at my job. It, it's literally a release because when you work out, your body releases endorphins, right? And that endorphin like gets you pumped. It's you know <laughs> adrenaline. You're you're going. It makes you feel good. Absolutely. Um, and so my wife will even tell me, "You need to go to the gym." Yeah. <laughs> like if I'm like crabby or whatever, she's like, yeah. "You need to go to the gym." I'm like. All right, I'm out. All right, you need to go run, or you need to go in the garage. You know, we have very minimal things in the garage. I have a, a sandbag, and I have a set of 45 pound dumbbells, and that's right. it. You know, so I, I get creative with that. Um, but yeah, so it's I mean that's 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 where I'm at as far as my prioritizing, and then and then trying to find that that family life balance. Uh, you have to do things that you love in life because if you don't, life's gonna suck. That's just how it is. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not talking about. You know, I like to watch TV too. I like to watch movies and stuff like that. Find something that is outside of that that you like to do. Whether it's going to ride your bike or it's going hunting, something active. Yes, a a full body and mind experience. Yes, and yeah. Yeah. So whenever somebody asks me a fitness question, like you know, obviously people see CrossFit and they're like, "Oh, CrossFit Games! Everybody in the gym is ripped out of their mind and they're all you know doing muscle ups and yeah, throwing four hundred and fifty pounds over there." No, there's all sorts of people there in all walks of life. But at the same time, you have to find something that you enjoy doing act actively because if you don't find that, I don't care if it's Zumba. Like yeah. if you don't find that, then it, you'll never get be able to get on that or you will never be active. So that's, I mean, yeah, that's this. I, I completely agree. And uh, something I was talking with Jonah about, not on the podcast, he was my first guest, but something I was talking with him separate is like, I think health and fitness are, it's like the one thing outside of your, your relationship with your wife and your kids and your relationship with God. I'm not, I'm not a super religious guy and I'm going to explore that with some people, but out of your relationship with God, your, 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 your faith, your wife and your kids, health and fitness is the one thing that you, you cannot drop. Like I could drop bow hunting for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like if that's my only way to get fitness, I could not, but I could drop bow hunting for a little bit. I could drop cooking for a little bit in order to make time, but health and fitness helps you so much in these other areas that it's absolutely essential. You know what I mean? I, I would even put it. And for me, it's almost equilateral with, you know, Hey, my wife and my kids and my health and fitness, because, you know, my health and fitness is going to help me be better for them. And if, you know, one day, if they're ever not there, I still got to be healthy and fit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. I've got to be healthy and fit for them. And if they're not there, I still got to be healthy and fit. Right. You know what I mean? And so it, it's so important. And I, and that's one thing I like about the gym is most people, other than the few that we've that, you know, we can discuss, but, uh, most people, it is that big of a priority for them. And I think we're all kind of like-minded in that. Definitely. Yeah. So I I like the way, and when you say that you prioritize it above work, absolutely key, absolutely key. That job will, that when you're dead and gone at 60 because you didn't work out, that job is going to find another person. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're expendable. As much as I hate to say it. Uh, I've been at my current job for seven years. You're an expendable person. Yeah. They will find somebody to replace you. Uh, well, they have to. So, I mean, right. if, if I'm a exactly. business owner, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's I, I business. Wanna... It, 
you know, so, I want to create people that are really, really hard to be expendable. But yeah. at the end, everybody, you know, if you're if you're a good business owner, everybody can fill in. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're a good business owner and a good leader, yep. like obviously you have these these trademark employees. But that's what gets businesses in trouble when they get older is their employees start, you know. So yeah. that's understandable. And I want to we, we could talk about it later. You don't have to mention any names. But I want to know who asked you like that. What a, what a what a jackass question <laughs> of right. like we asked you to not work out anymore. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. And this still isn't isn't a good situation. Hopefully, they were asking to see if you held to your convictions. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only good way I could see that is like, yo, he held to his convictions. You know what I mean? He's not willing to flop. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only way I could see that yeah. being an advantageous question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I hope that's what that's what it was as well. Um Yeah, that's that's crazy. So, yeah. And we, just, we're, we won't we won't mention who I want to ask you who it was, <laughs> right. but that is that is a very crazy thing to ask a ask an employee. Yeah. That's that's wild. So let's talk about uh, let's let's talk a little bit. How did you meet your wife? Because one of the things that I really identified with you is you and Jarissa. Um, you know, from the outside looking in, it seems like y'all have a really good and healthy relationship. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's you, when people don't have a good and healthy relationship. For for those of us that have something semi healthy, it's it's written all over it. You know right. what I mean? Like right. if you have something semi healthy with your and I say semi healthy because I don't want to like elevate myself. You know what I mean? For like, sure. We've we've got what I would consider a healthy relationship. Yeah. And for people in a healthy relationship, those people that are not, it's written all it's written all over their face. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can yeah. see it, and you can see it in the way they interact. It, you know, and that may be a little bit judgmental, but you know what I'm talking no, about. Oh yeah, you can read people. Body yeah. Facial expressions speak way louder than words. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but like, what? How did you find your wife, and how did you give me a little bit of details on how you built such a good relationship with her? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I know this is <laughs> a redundant <laughs> occurrence through this whole thing, but we met at CrossFit. Yeah. Um, so I was coaching one Saturday morning. Hey, I'm not worried about you getting so, paid. You're not. A, you're not a <laughs> okay. college volleyball girl. Yeah. So yeah, I have right? no reason. We know you're not getting paid by CrossFit because you're not a college. You're not a college volleyball girl. Yeah. At LCU. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't worry so, about. Yeah. No. No sting operations here. So. Yeah. No. No sting operations. Uh, so yeah, we actually. Um, we actually met at CrossFit. Uh, I was coaching that Saturday morning. I, I used to have my L1, and so I, I coached for a good three or four years. Awesome. Um, and so, yeah, we were coaching one Saturday morning, and it was kind of like we started talking, and I found out who her dad was. Yeah. Um, I had actually gone on a mission trip with her dad two years before I met her. Uh, to Guatemala and so he and I like I was like oh yeah you know so we kind of had that in yeah um, and then uh, we found out we were going to the same church and had just had never seen each other so we kind of that kind of you know sparked conversation and stuff like that um, and then I can remember it was a girl's birthday party at our gym that night and uh she had asked if i was going and i was like nah probably not that's not my scene like i'm not gonna go i don't go out i don't go out to bars i don't worst answer yeah yeah so <laughs> right so i was like no nah, probably not um but she had a boyfriend at the time too so i was just kind of like oh yeah yeah yeah. okay so i wasn't reading into it like that you know what i mean oh, okay. like she's asking me to go well, just because there's a gully don't mean you can't score right. that. hey well apparently because we've been married <laughs> for seven years so <laughs> uh, sorry to the dude sorry to the dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> if he listens to this rip, rip for you dog um no it, it was uh so so yeah we I didn't go that night. I don't actually. She didn't end up going that night either. We just kind of, yeah. you know, whatever. So I wrote her the next day on uh, Facebook Messenger, 
And it's it's funny because I still have like you the, can still pull up those messages. The old messages. I was like, oh, this is so so yeah, corny. But whatever. never do that. Yeah, never <laughs> hide them, burn them, burn exactly. your phone. Don't ever let your kids get all exactly. Of them. Yep. yep, exactly. That's blackmail written all over it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I wrote it the next day, and then we had we had talked back and forth for a long time, and. Um, for probably about two weeks and in this time I had a lot of stuff going I had just graduated college I was looking at um, law enforcement for a a career Um, so I had stuff with uh, the Texas Department of Public Safety so DPS looking at being a state trooper Um, I actually had stuff back home in Montana um, with uh, the Bozeman Police Department there uh, I had stuff with, you know, Lubbock Police Department. So I, so I didn't know where I was going to end up. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't really pursuing a relationship by any means at this point. Absolutely. But I knew there was something there. Opportunity not. Uh, right. Yeah. So um, I had uh, DPS called me and just kind of knocked me out of the, the whole process due to um, them saying that I have a... Um, a I had a previous injury, my football injury. Oh, um, yeah. So this. I yeah. put that out on my paper because if I didn't and they found out about it, I was going to get fired for lying on a government document. Um, so I, I played it safe and put it on there, you know, his old injury or whatever. So they came back and said that I wouldn't be able to make it through their academy. And I was like, I will send and you're you doing video. Crossing. I called my recruiter <laughs> and I was like, look, I'll send you whatever you need me to send you. And she was like, she got on the phone and started calling people. And she's like, I I don't know what it is. I, they just won't. That's won't accept it. So, um, little did I know what was developing during all this, though, uh, with my relationship with my wife. Um, yeah. And so, uh, Bozeman Police Department called back. I've actually drove up to Bozeman, which is an eighteen to twenty hour drive. Is that it? Drove. Yeah. So I drove up there for a weekend to do an interview, and then drove back. Like. Cause I didn't, I wasn't about flying. I was like, I'll just jump in my truck and I'll, I'll go, I'll make it in a yeah. day, you know? Um, and so I did that for an interview, got back. Um, and they actually told me that they decided to go with two other guys. Um, just, just because they couldn't give me a reason. Um, found out later that they couldn't even give my, uh, employer, uh, Lubbock police department. They couldn't give them a reason either. Wow. Um, they just said, we just didn't feel right at this moment accepting that and so we went with these two other guys so god's work yeah it, no i mean exactly it yeah that in my to me that's god's work and, and yeah. that's exactly what it is um and so god was like i said doing things in my life that i did not realize he was putting into place so at the time yeah. i was pissed i'm like i'm gonna join the freaking marines or like the you know whatever yeah. i just need to i just need to find a career and need to get out of here because i'm gonna like, carry a gun for yeah, a living right, yeah. <laughs> so I if like, i gotta yeah, start robbing banks, exactly that i'm gonna well, carry a gun for for a living. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that whole like mindset of service and helping people and stuff like that, like really like that's what I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm I'm about to do something to get to that point. Uh ended up going through the Lubbock Police Department process and got got hired on through the academy, awesome. uh, went all that. Um and then so yeah, ended up getting to my uh married to my wife two years after we met. So that's cool. And yeah. meanwhile, while God's working and, and denying you job interviews, he's like causing petty arguments between your wife and her, and her, right. And her ex-boyfriend. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like... So she went like AWOL for like two weeks and I was just like, yeah. okay, you know, whatever. Like I wasn't, like I said, looking into any of that Engagement kind of time. Yeah. You're getting engaged. You're done. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Go so, buy a tub of ice cream. It's over. Yep. So we kind of like, she, she wrote me back and then we met up and just kind of like had the talk like, hey... I see you as more than just a friend or this and that. And so it was like, I was like, okay, so, but what about this? And she's like, I just didn't feel right 
with that. And so, um, you know, so, hey, let's just see where this thing goes. And yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. it. Yeah. Well, we hope the best so, for him. You know? Yeah. Oh, we, for sure. We, we yeah, hope the no, best I don't for hope. Him. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. making jokes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. No, that's, that's awesome, man. So uh, actually uh, an avenue that I didn't think I was going to go into, but uh, I talk about it a lot with some of my friends. Describe to me your experience dating as an adult. So I, I got... Dion and I have been together since high school. Okay. And so we grew up together and went through a lot of the trials and tribulations together, you know, the college, the the doing things like that. Yep. Describe to me dating as an adult and what do you think as, as a man, especially in this day and age, uh, this this would have been what, back in 03, 04-ish? No, this was... Uh, 2014. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm yeah. silly. I could have done the math in my head, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't. No, yeah, you're so, good. So 2014. So even God, the world has progressed so far, so far <laughs> since then. Anyway, but yeah. like you know, still describe to me like dating as an adult and what specific things do you have to do to to make that go well, especially as a man. Um. Okay. So dating as an adult. I was 25 and she was 24 when we met. So we had already been through college. We'd already been through, you know, she actually just moved back from a career in the Dallas Fort Worth area uh, and stuff like that. So in this part of the world, that's actually kind of old to get married. Like it's yes. not, it's not old. You know what I mean? No. But like in this part of the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my like dad's like, most dude, people are already married and popping out kids. Yeah. Then, when I was like, dude, I, mean? I want some Here. grandkids. Like, come on, man. I'm yeah. like, Hey, yeah. you know, just leave me alone. So that, that's good. Um, I, I was thinking you were still like 22 or something. No, so this, yeah. This 25 when we met. And so, cool. uh, so yeah. And she actually, her family was the same way with her cause she had her brother. Um, her oldest brother was married, had twins and they had four four kids by the time we got married and they you know so they're and they're only a few years older than us right so it's yeah so she's catching you know fire from her side yeah and i'm catching it from my side but anyways i think uh man first of all it's patience obviously um to meet that person you know because i dated a few girls i was actually even engaged before jerissa and i got engaged um and so it was like i learned a lot in that relationship um things that you know i look for in a spouse and things that i just was like i can't no no i can't yeah um and so ending that was tough um obviously is for the best um for both of us honestly um because i know that she's she has a family and 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 married and all that kind of stuff and has been for a while so it was the for the best for both of us but i think uh being a man in this day and age and being an adult in that is you, you being at that that place you already know what you're looking for yeah you know um and so you're not looking for someone just to date um in my case i was hey we're we're gonna you know the next person i date or anybody i date i want to look at them as a potential spouse yeah um and so i don't want to turn this this truck around you know yeah trip yeah yeah so i think um that that's huge carrying that in because you know in, in high school and and I'm you know nothing against you or anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. But I ahead. didn't even date in high school like I, I that was not I, like I barely even talked in high school so <laughs> she was my first girlfriend junior year yeah so it was just there, wild that it happened yeah yeah and that you hear about that something very you know it's far and few between that you that you hear about that so I yeah. 
that's awesome for y'all. Yeah, it was, you know, it was cool. That's really cool. So, yeah, she got to me before, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. She got to me. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. She's two years older than me. So, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, kind of. She's like a year and a half older than me. Okay. And so yeah. I, I make the, the cradle robber jokes all the time. Yeah. I'm like, you <laughs> knew awesome. you knew that you had to get your claws in me before Heck I got yeah. out of high school, didn't you? No. Heck yeah. That's yeah, funny. So, no, you're, you're not going to offend me. So, yeah, no. But I think um, waiting longer in life, honestly, and being patient, being patient is not... A bad thing at all i know you're probably uh people you know if you listen to this you're catching flack if you know you're a little bit older closer to 30 whatever um i think patience you have to have patience um being a man in this day and age um so i'm gonna say patience definitely i'm gonna say uh man you have to have those standards you know you gotta have high standards for yourself and for her definitely yeah but there's going to be some things that she does that you don't like, but you better believe there's going to be some things that you do that she doesn't she like. like. So you got to freaking live with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because she, you know, doesn't check this and this, but she checks everything else doesn't mean that, Hey, I, I'm waiting for that one. She's got to check every single one of my boxes. That's not how that works, man. And, and I'm not going to get too deep into the, the other stuff, but with our digital society and things that we both know that are yeah. on the internet that are so easy to grab for sure that I, it's got to be hard, you know, looking in like these dudes, they're getting to the ages of like 24, 25 and virtually seeing the woman of their dreams you oh, know, for sure. every single day. Yeah. And like, you've got to understand that she's on camera for a reason, dog. Right. <laughs> you know what I yep. mean? Like, and not just that specifically, but even, you know, on social media, you know, you get this, this. It's not who that girl is. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. You were, we're not even talking about the other stuff. We're talking about just the influencer on social media. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's not who she is. You know what I mean? And so I, I like that point of, and I think it speaks to our generation, especially of like, hey, look, you know, you have to understand what reality is and understand your own faults and that other people are going to have faults like Definitely. that. I, yep. I like that. I like where you yep. went with that. So, yeah, that's huge. I mean, you can... I, if you follow one fitness person on Instagram, you go to that uh, little magnifying glass to search for whatever page you're looking for, and yeah. all the suggested pages are f- half naked women. All ass. And, yeah, it's, it's all like, ass. Like for real. I mean, it's it's, it's Astagram. so easy. Instagram. You're exactly right. It's, it's so, just ass. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Um And so, be like trying to shield yourself from that is a very uh, that's that's very hard obviously as a man that's we're you can't wired that way i mean because it's the problem is once you start liking pictures about guns and cars and stuff yeah they know you're they know you're a fucking dude and yeah. so what do they do <laughs> exactly they put the ass on your timeline yeah you know and, yep. then, and then you're like oh well, that's a fitness influencer and and you don't mind seeing a decent butt on your instagram so what do you do you hit you hit follow and you're like it's just that and then they can they put more stuff. It's you know all, what I mean? Suggest, like, hey, suggest this is suggested. This yeah, is suggested. you're like, why this wouldn't like, I follow a hot woman? You know what I mean? Like, I'm a single so, dude, you know, and yeah, you know, or even as a married dude, you're like, well, she's a fitness influencer. I like fitness. Yeah. Do you like fitness? She's you know a crossfitter. What I mean? Whatever. She's a crossfitter. <laughs> and then it just gives you more stuff. Like it's the algorithm, man. Yeah. And I talk with it with a lot of my buddies, and you know, like it is crazy. It's like some of the best married men I know. You go and you look in their Instagram, and you're like. This is just all ass, and it's like it's the algorithm, dude. Yep. It, that is so hard, yep. and I don't know what to do about that because it, it's where you can't have a life anymore. No, you know what I mean, even on Facebook, like which 
Facebook has transitioned to strictly for the grandmas. You know what right. I mean? Like this is for like older people and family. You know, yeah. like that's that's who uses Facebook. Yeah. And they put reels on Facebook, and what it, you're scrolling through, and it's some girl. You know what I mean? Yep. That's you know, and good on them. They're making money doing it. Whatever. But like, right. You cannot get away from it in today's society. You it's can't. insane. Yeah. So that's that's why it's extremely important to have those um, those things that you just you don't. I mean, you just got to be so mentally tough yes. with that and just keep scrolling or keep whatever because you're not going to stay off of social media, right? I mean, there some people some people do, you some can. people don't. Um, if you're on social media, man, you have just got to build that, that wall um, and that mental toughness just not to do it. Absolutely. Or, or even, you know... Like there's the extremes of yeah, don't do that. You know what I mean? Refrain from that as much as possible. You right. know, the the word that whatever. And but even just understanding that, you know, a girl in clothes that is just the cutest girl you've ever seen on a reel, understanding that that is sh- it's it, it's it's a shallow form of yes. of endorphins. You know what yep. I mean? You're seeing her and like yeah, she's in a sundress and she's real cute, but that's shallow. And understand that that when you find depth with a woman. That's what you're really looking for. For sure. You know what I mean? The, yeah. The reason that you get so much, you know, enjoyment from seeing these reels of these cute women dancing on TikTok is because you think that there could be more depth than what there ever is. You know what I mean? If, right. you're, if your body instantly told you, hey, look, this is shallow. You're never going to get anything from this. Like, you know, this is absolutely pointless. Yeah. Then you then you would you would you would scroll on because the the, the pictures of guns you could have that gun. You, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like the pictures yeah. of cars you could yeah. have that car. You can buy that. But yeah. your body says. Hey man, this you know, there's more depth to this, yeah. and you know this, you know this is possible yeah. because your body, you know, you want that, but it's not, it's 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 shallow. Yep. And so like understanding that, like yeah, I keep scrolling and stuff like that, but that that key understanding of like this is shallow, and the real depth is found in you know in a girl that you you're actually friends with and you can build a relationship yes, with. Definitely. I th- I think that's key, and I think that's the way to get through some of this stuff is really really building that mental toughness in our young men yep. of understanding what is shallow and what is deep yep. and what is good between those yep. does that I make like sense it, yeah oh for sure yeah um that, I, and i like that your your advice to dating as an adult is it's not the same as what i give my friends advice yeah. you know what i mean like I, I do something completely different and i think i'm completely wrong you know once you once you presented your case i'm absolutely willing to admit because i tell them i'm like dude you got to get out there you gotta you know because you said you know they have they have patience and stuff like yeah. that. I do think there's a happy medium of like you're never gonna find yeah. a wife if you're you know not trying. So you hey, know. I mean, I wasn't trying, you know. Well, you were still open to opportunity. For sure, you know, you know what I mean. Sure. Like, yeah, but yeah, you no, know, I, I definitely think that you're a little bit more on the nose with letting it come to you and and letting it be a little bit organic. But you still yeah. gotta get out and you gotta be where the good women are. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go to the CrossFit gym. Yeah. Yeah, go to the CrossFit <laughs> gym. You know what I mean? No, Find you for, some some college volleyball girls. For real, exactly. <laughs> you know go, what I mean? Go to go to your church, get in a small group. Uh if you don't do that, um go wherever you you know Yeah. Small groups, uh very few people that I know have that have made it met in a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I literally think I have one person that I can tell you, um, and it's like who are still married that met in a bar, and they're like completely not bar people to begin with. So that's one of the, they right. weren't going there to meet somebody. Yeah, they you know, met they in the bar met. because neither of them wanted to be exactly. In bar. <laughs> I know somebody else that yeah. met on, oh, I don't even know what that, uh, what's the app where you Tinder. 
Tinder. Yeah. I know somebody else that met on Tinder and they actually ended up they're they've been married. They have two two little girls and they've been married for a while now. Like yeah. Six six years. And I'm not I'm not trying to be so, offensive in your age bracket. That's wildly different than in mine. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not why not why it's just it's still a little bit odd. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like in mine, you can kind of find some of that. You know what I mean? I know probably a few more people that have met on Tinder that still have, you know, seemingly functional and For good sure. relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, and yeah, especially in your age bracket, it's wild. And it's not a... It's not a place conducive for success. Right. You know what I mean? This is not eHarmony. Yeah. You know? no, no, <laughs> like, no, yeah. This is not, not ChristianMingle.com. Yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> this yeah is, farmers yeah, only. <laughs> this, is, this is not Christian Mingle. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, be careful of, you know, you're on Tinder for a reason. Yeah. And we all know what that reason is most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And most of the people that meet on Tinder will admit that. Yeah. And so I actually do know. I know a couple of good couples. I know one that's that they've been married, have a kid. They're they're great together. Yeah. That I, I think they had met on Tinder. That's awesome. And man. so like, it, it is what it is, it, man. And you can work through a lot of that stuff together. Definitely. But for the vast majority of people, you've got to be where the good women are at. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be where the good women are at. Yeah. And and same for women. You got to be where the good dudes are at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is this is not a. Yeah. A gender, you know, this is not a gendered thing. Like you have to be where the dudes are at, yep. uh, the good dudes are at, yep. and so especially for the women because that's such a different scene on it the is. other side. It is. I feel bad for a lot of <laughs> yeah, all the women that have to put up with that. I'm not, you know, it. I just hear stories and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's it's uh, a, it, it's it's wild. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. It's it's a wild place out there. Yeah, but yeah. No, your 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 information is a lot better than mine. So if you're <laughs> one of my friends that uh, is looking to date as an adult, just don't ever listen to anything I say <laughs> and listen to John here. Hey, I'll tell you, I got a few friends who they they <clears throat> end up dating somebody. They you know they think they're in love, um, and it is like they just cling to that person preach and it's like preach oh don't do that like yeah. you need have that patience enjoy each other um even after if if it comes to an engagement enjoy that engagement um if it comes unless unless you're you know saving yourself for marriage for that you know you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 to, don't enjoy the engagement. Get married like the next day. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. If you're saving yourself yeah. for marriage, then. yeah. I was like, when my wife and I got together, that was like what we vowed. You know, that was like, hey, yeah. we're not until we're married, and we ended up sitting in an 11 month engagement. I'm like, oh I'm going God, insane dude. right now. Like, you know. Oh anyways, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a success story for you. So we're we're already here. Yeah. Did you completely save yourself for marriage, or just with your wife? Uh, yeah. No, I. Yeah, we completely saved ourselves from marriage. Yes, That's so awesome. yeah, it was, and that I mean, twenty five, and she was twenty four at the time. Yeah, it it was. That's uh, awesome. Good that's for very you. very rare. I, oh, and I'm dude. not knocking anybody who. That was just one of the things. I'm a very determined person, and once I set my mind to something, like yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, and that was that was it. You know, right? So and no damn LCU volleyball players gonna change <laughs> right. that. Not exactly. a damn one. Of them. Hey, if y'all are listening to this, by the way, I don't know if you ever will, but hey, y'all are still good friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, uh, no, no, you're good. That's just that's a. That's <laughs> funny. That that's that is a gold mine of jokes. <laughs> so, but uh, for sure, no, that's that's cool that you had saved yourself, and and I. You know, I grew up in church, and so they were all telling us that. And I agree, it's a very valid point. It has got to be the job of a youth pastor to try to to sell, save yourself to an eighteen year old, right. not even a fifteen year old boy. Right. 
the job of it, that's got to be the hardest job on the face of the planet to look a 15 year old boy in yeah. the eye and say, look, I know, I know you want to do this, yep. but you've got it. Like that has got to be the hardest job in the world. I can't even imagine like that. That's got to be so, so hard. So, and I, I can kind of get where you're going to go with this next question on that. And I, I think it's good because like I said, it's, it's going to be antithetical to, I think it's going to be antithetical to what I have to say on it. Um, living together before you're married. How do you feel about that? So, I was, the woman I was engaged to, we lived together before we were married. Okay. And that's when we found out it ain't going to work. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. Y'all lived together and didn't do anything? Yes. We lived together and On didn't God. do anything. On yes. God. Yes. I swear. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, it is, I know people are like, well, you know, we want to see how we're going to be before we get married. And, you know, are they going to fold the towels right? Are they going to, you know about face all the all the stuff in the you know um in the pantry is everything going to be you know all labels are going to be facing you stacked nice and you know what i mean no that's what marriage is for right you know um that's when you learn more about and i learn more about drissa every single day you know uh we we learn more about each other every single day and how how we communicate and how we can communicate better and stuff like that so living together before you get married i I, in my opinion, is a recipe for disaster. Really? Okay. Um, so I just, I, I don't think it's a, a good thing. Um, and I guess my background on that is it specifically says it in the Bible not to do so. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I, I took that from. And then my experience with that is like, you know, hey, that that's not, you know. Not kosher. Because of that and then my experience... That's you know it's like a double a double whammy with that like hey, you, good. you learned your lesson here yeah so yeah so we did not uh, my wife and I now did not live with each other before we got married that's awesome that, that you're making it work and, and I definitely I see I see the advantages to that you know what I mean I, yeah. I I give that a lot of credence and it's it's not again my buddies on just listen to John <laughs> you know what I mean just listen to John because he's he's. He's doing it better than I am. Well, I don't know about that, but he, you know, he's 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 there. You know what I mean? You got yeah. the family and the kids, and, yeah. and you're doing pretty well. And so I, I I give a lot of credence to that, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I I don't know. You you're close to changing my mind, but yeah, I, I don't know where I'm at because I, I had the opposite experience. Okay, uh, where we we lived together for a couple of years before we got married. Yeah, and so I. I think it depends. I think it is case by case. And yep. it, I, what I do like is that you're sticking to your convictions um, for your faith. And I, I really like that and I appreciate that because part of the reason that I don't get super – part of the reason that I was pushed back a little bit from that was the people that were like, oh, yeah, you know, holy is the Lord. And then, you know, they're right. out there having sex with, <laughs> with right. three of the men in the church. Going to the bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going to parties, whatever. Yeah, I and so like, understand that. I, yeah. I really appreciate you for holding to your convictions for one. Because, yeah, I, we, we disagree a little bit on that. But at least you hold to your convictions. Yeah. And I think it's an excellent way to do it is if you don't live together. And you, you must be committed. I guess let me, let me put it this way. Is that if you're going to go with that, you must be committed to the woman you're about to marry. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you and I think what it is is how do you build how do you build that commitment? And I think there's multiple ways to build that commitment and one of those ways is maybe through living together and 
figuring out those things before you enter into a legal, you know what I mean? A legal right. or a spiritual binding agreement. Right. You know yep. what I mean? If, yep. if you're big into the faith, you know, the spiritual binding is, is much more than the legal, doc, you know, legal Definitely. document, use it for toilet paper. If, right. if, you know, if you're super religious, like, you know, like, and that's a good thing. I think that's better than better. I think it's better than saying we're legally tied yeah. is that we're spiritually tied. Yeah. Uh, but build that commitment first yeah. before you, you know, before you get married. And so, no, I, I like that. And, uh, that's, good words you know and it, you seem to you seem to back that up like I said you seem like you'll have a really good family dynamic and and a really good relationship between you and Jarissa so that's Thanks, awesome dude. yeah how do you and this podcast is going a completely different direction than I thought it would <laughs> uh, but it's, it's it's really good but how do you let's get into fighting a little okay. bit um, knock down drag outs Fighting your wife? How, do, how does? Oh how does man, that I thought work? we were talking about you know out on the street or something. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, let's talk about street fighting <laughs> okay. with your wife. You know, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's get into like how do you handle arguments and st- and stuff like that because you know we learned a little bit of that when we were living together and not married. Right. And how did you how did you handle that and learn kind of how to fight and argue in a household? Yeah. So, uh, man. <laughs> I wish my wife was here actually too to like chime in because yeah, she could tell you what it was like um, a little bit better. But that, that's a, that's uh, a, I'm gonna write that down. That's a great idea. I've been thinking about. I want to have a woman on here to tell us us men yeah. what we need to do. So yeah. I'm gonna write. I, I hate to interrupt you, no, but your good. wife's really articulate, and I want to have her on it at some point. So I'm yeah, gonna write no, that down. she would. Yeah, she definitely tell me. <laughs> she definitely chime in for sure. But um, man, so our first fights, we really didn't fight while we were dating engaged even a few years into marriage like we really didn't fight a whole lot um we really and i can't i'm not gonna say i remember our first you know big fight or whatever Mm um i'm the type of person that takes a lot of stuff very literal (laughs) um so if she you know so she'll say something i'm like seriously you know like why did you just say that? Because I, I just took that as like... That's my wife. You know? Yes. I, I completely understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying because so, I'm married to it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that that's how I would, you know, yeah. I receive stuff like that. And so that would... The way that she says stuff to me and then the way that I respond back to her... That, that has been a learning process. Lighting the fire. For all, oh, for she sure. She turns the pilot on, you throw the match in. Yes, exactly. Yep, yep, exactly. I'm like, you do know there's other ways to say that, right? <laughs> like, yep. there, <laughs> there are other ways to say that. You can get anybody to do anything if you ask them the correct way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, don't... Why, that was so aggressive, you know? Like, that's how. That's what's going through my mind. Like, what yeah. is... Like, what the heck? So, I had to... And I'm still learning to this day... Honestly, if I mean, you could fast forward. What are we in? We're in September now. Yeah. Fast forward nine months. Um, you know, you could, you could see the change that has been within the last nine, even just the last nine months of us learning how to communicate better. Yeah. With that, so um, man, it's <laughs> the way that I did handle things back then was, um, you know, she'd say. I would take it that way. Um, then I would aggressively respond. Oh yeah. And then she would be like, why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, I'm not yelling, but if you want me to yell, I can, you know, like not yelling and you're, you're, you're you're audibly yelling. Everybody else. This is yelling, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so that was kind of like how we'd go back and forth and then it would be like, I'm not talking to you, blah, 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 blah. Like we would just go our separate ways. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and then I'm the type of person that's like, 
hey, I, we need to talk about this right now. Like, let's get it out of the way. I don't want to sweep it under the rug or whatever. And she's this type of person that's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, we'll just <laughs> talk about it later <laughs> no, or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to bed. Or like, I'm like, no, we're not. No, we can't go to bed angry. Like, yeah. you know, so I wouldn't sleep all night and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, now um, I really have to think and, and look back at what she said and interpret it the way that I feel like she meant it was coming, you know, Absolutely. and I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm the best at it by any means. Um, but I, it's, it's a work in progress yeah. and she is working on how to say things to me, say things you know, because of the way that I take them. Um, so that, I mean, it's, that's a work in progress for sure. And it's something that we've continued to get stronger in. It was funny today cause she said something and I was like, I looked at her and I was like, "Dang, that was like perfect! Like you said that." <laughs> and I was like, yeah. which is the, which is not the right thing to say. <laughs> right. That is not the when she yeah. when she does it. I'm gonna give you some advice. Don't turn around and be like, "You said that perfectly that time." You yeah. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she and she took it good though. She she laughed and was like, "Yeah." I was like, because I kind of made a joke out of it. I was like, "That was great." Like we're working our communication. Yeah, you're so much better. Yeah. You know, so she took it good. Anyways, it was, well, you got lucky. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Um, you know, we did. I'm gonna be real with y'all. A few, probably, I don't know. Two, three months ago, maybe. Um, it was a real bad night with the kids. And honestly, if you don't have kids, man, kids elevate everything to a whole nother level. Take it up so, to yes, exactly. So, um, I got, I was so pissed off one night, and uh, <laughs> my daughter was just like not listening to me. I was just through the roof. I slapped the wall. I look, I opened the wall, the wall, the wall, the wall, the wall. Yes. Okay. I open handed slapped the wall my hand went through the wall <laughs> oh no yeah and so I like my arm is like I'm like in my this head Jarissa walks in she's like what happened and I'm like <laughs> like I couldn't explain myself I got in my car I drove like I had just had to get myself away from the situation yeah 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 came back didn't talk to her she was already asleep um got in bed <clears throat> got up the next morning I just felt this horrible conviction on me and I'm like, this is going to suck. Like, we're not going to talk for days. She's going to be pissed, blah, 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 blah. And that was the wrong attitude to have. Yeah. Because we had been working through this for a long time and coming back, she's like, can you just tell me what happened? Like, what was going through your head or what, yeah. what happened, you know? And so I explained myself and she's like, I, you know, it's like... It was totally different than what I thought it was going to be. I yeah. thought it was going to be like, we're about to like, we're about to throw down. Yeah. She's and my like, wife is buff. And so like, I'm scared. <laughs> I would be scared to fire yeah. her, you know? But anyways, um, I was just like, she's like, why did you, th that's not fair for you to think I'm going to respond in a certain way after Absolutely. everything that we've been through. And that really took me back. And I was just like, wow, I did not give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I should have. Right. And I didn't. I ran away from it. I ran away from, you know, I just had to excuse myself from the situation instead of confiding in her and talking to her. Um, you know, it was, hey, why did you put a hole in the wall? You know, like she didn't ask that specific question, but that's like, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's go through everything. You know, what do we need to do next time yeah. this happens? You know, and man, I'll tell you ever since then, and this actually, <clears throat> there's a lot more behind all this besides just, my wife and I working on stuff. Um, we can go into mental health issues and all that kind of stuff later or yep. whenever. But whatever you want to go. Um, 
<clears throat> I just think that's something that a lot of men struggle with and they don't own it. They're scared yeah. to ask for help. Um, and so that was something I was struggling with for probably two or three years. Right. And then I got help. Um, and I'm not talking, I have no problem going to talk to a counselor at yeah. all, but it was literally something, um, biological in my, you know, that chemical imbalance where I was literally depressed and yeah. I didn't know it. I was like, oh, I'll just pull myself out of my, yeah, out of yeah. it, you know? And so we would get in fights and she's like, why are you acting that way? Or like, why do you feel that way? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I can't explain it to you. I don't know. Yeah. And so that would obviously it's not helping her out any, not helping me out any, cause I want to freaking know what's wrong, but I can't pull myself out of this hole. Yeah. Um, so if you are struggling with that, I highly recommend going to get some blood work done and stuff like that. I went and talked to my doctor um, and found out a whole slew of things that I, you know, didn't know. Didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so my testosterone was super low. That's all, so, about, that's all I was about to ask was yeah. that a low T situation. Very, This very, was after yeah. working out a lot? Yes. That, yeah. yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, and yeah, so he, and he doesn't know why either. So got me on, you know, um, a test booster. It's actually an estrogen blocker. And so yeah. it helps build testosterone. Um, and man, it's been a night and day difference awesome. with that. And awesome. so it's, that's been huge. Yeah. Um, so we can go, I, I can talk all day on that. So maybe another time we can yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about I, I would love to have that, that, that dialogue with you. But we, we can save it for another podcast yeah, that's, if you want. That's a huge Let thing. Let you prepare for that a little bit. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Mental health is a huge thing that I would love to, to help with. Yeah. No, that's awesome. The, I, I think if a, a little bit of sheetrock repair, if that's the worst that happens in your marriage, <laughs> right. that, that ought to, you, you, you're doing pretty well. And, yeah. You know, that's funny that, you know, she's like, you know, I understand. I, I just, she's like, you know, I punched the dog last week. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like, like, like we're fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that's cool, man. And, and it's good to see that, you know, it's good to know that everybody's human and sure. that working through those things, you know, is, is key and that a lot of people have, you know, different spats and different bouts. Like the couples that tell you that they don't fight and they mean it, those are the ones headed for failure, Definitely. you know, in, in my opinion. And they never see it until it's there. You know, they, they never see the, uh, the <laughs> it, it's, it, they just don't see it coming. And they never fight, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's because that's why they don't see it coming. Yeah. Is because they never fight, they sweep it under the rug, they never talk about anything, and then one day, boom, divorce. Yep. You know, that yep. I, I think that, that learning how to fight and learning how to and we call it fighting. That's because that's what most other people call it. But learning how to disagree and learning how to get through those rough times is absolutely key. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's huge. Um, yeah. We've been through some ups and downs. I'll tell you that I'm gonna be honest with you oh, I, every, yeah no relationship is a walk in the park 24 7 just like you said that's when you know that there's stuff yeah i would let this not say yeah. if you told me that you know oh we we haven't been through a hard time i'd be yeah. like well either either a you're full <laughs> yeah, of shit yeah, yeah you know what i mean or yep. b you know it, it's not as good as what i thought looking at you yep, know what i mean so for sure. uh no I, I really appreciate that let's talk about your children okay let's uh let's get into what did you feel like when you became a dad? What what was that feeling when she came in, hopefully smiling and not crying with, you know, the stick and yeah. said, today's the day. Did y'all try? Was it an accident? What, how did that, how did that work? And if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. we can talk about it for sure. No, we, we were not trying, but we were not, not trying. If 
you catch my drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I so, mean, that yeah. means you're trying. But yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. We weren't, we weren't like, hey, let's, you know, we want to have a kid at this time. Um, so, unless you kept the pace as the, unless you kept the pace the same as before you you pulled the goalie, then you're <laughs> right, trying. Right. Like, like if it was the same regulation, like weekly, then you can be like, oh, we weren't trying, we just pulled the goalie. Yeah. But no, nine times out of ten, they're like, we're <laughs> not trying. It's like, okay, well, you've been doing it twice as much as you have been, and you pulled the goalie. So yeah. You're trying. Don't yeah, we, we, yeah. Uh, yeah so. So it was so our daughters our older one she was not planned yeah. um by any means uh you know but uh my wife was actually going and getting her cpa at the time mm-hmm. and so uh oh so you probably weren't trying then no yeah yeah no i mean yeah anyways it would happen <laughs> a few far between but anyways uh so yeah so we weren't really and then a few months after she had started that was when we found out and so like she, we really wanted, she wanted to get this thing done in a year. Like that was her goal is to get her CPA in a year. Right. Um, this takes this. I mean, if you don't know anything about a CPA, it's, she was, she would get home from work. She, we both work full-time jobs. She would get home from work. This is right when we got married. Uh, no, I'm sorry. A few years after we got married study from about five thirty six o'clock till midnight, two o'clock every single day yeah um during the week and then all day saturday and then maybe a few hours on sunday so this is for a year like awesome. literally for a year yeah um so yeah we were not like hey let's have a kid at this time you know yeah, it was absolutely. Like, hey, after that let's have a kid yeah. you know so um so she we found out and then uh she finished um she finished her cpa like a month before layton was due so yeah. um so she took her last test like Eight months pregnant, like good honor. Oh yeah, I, what a woman! Incredible. Oh for sure. What a woman for sure. Yeah, worked up to that point, or worked out up until that point too. Um, man, like, yeah, incredible, incredible woman. Um, you know, there's that song. I don't know how you do what you do. Um, maybe yeah. I'm amazed by you. That's like that's her for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, uh, Layton was not um, by any means a uh, a planned, um, but. When she came into this world, man, it was like I just had tears rolling down my face, and I'm really? I don't I'm not a crier. I don't. Cry. Yeah, you look like you cry all the time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I like I didn't cry at her wedding. I didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. catching you. Yeah. Um, if yeah, you can't see, you can't see this man. I'll probably post a picture with it. But <laughs> since I made that comment, he's got a big old burly beard and just looks like the most manly man you've ever seen in your life. So anyway, Thanks. continue. Yeah. Uh, no, so yeah, so I watched the whole thing. It was an emergency C-section. Uh, they're like, you can sit down if you want. I was like, no, oh, I'm watching this. No, so no. I watched my wife get freaking cut. I, was, I felt like I was watching Braveheart. I watched her get cut open. I watched the doctors rip into her stomach and you know tear my daughter out. And just like, it was insane, dude. Like, yeah. for real. I never. I was in law enforcement for a little bit before I, in my, I was in my current job. And uh Never seen that much blood in my life, you know, like yeah. it was, yeah, it was everywhere. And so, um, man, you, you know, she, they put her in your arms for your first, for the first time. And it's just like, there is nothing, there is no feeling in the world better than that. Really? That's awesome. It was, it was awesome. And I know people probably, you probably hear people say that all the time until you have kids, you're not going to know yeah. that feeling, you know, um, just to know that you are. And just to see her grow up, she's a daddy's girl, hundred percent through and through. Like everything, she wants to go with me all the time. I, I, in fact, coming over here, she's like, "Daddy, can I go with you?" And I was like, "Maybe I'm sorry, like, <laughs> we can't. It's got to be super quiet, you know, whatever." Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
But just having her and, and having that relationship with my daughter is incredible. And that is a huge goal of mine when I found out we were having a girl. I want Build that relationship, relationship. Awesome. because I want her to be able to talk to me when she's 15, 16, 17 years old. And I don't want the quote unquote daddy issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want, I don't want that. Right. My, my sister, my dad have great, have a great relationship. And awesome. that's what I want for me and my little girl better. Excellent. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and so that's, that's my goal with her. And, um, but man, it is, it's just the coolest thing in the world. Uh, when you, get home from work or whatever she runs in the door after mom picks her up from daycare and she just runs and gives you daddy daddy gives you a hug you know it's just it's so just awesome it's awesome um, and then yeah so my little boy actually we were on a cruise <laughs> we were in Grand Cayman at a Burger King and Oh, that's where we, hold on. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. conceived in a Burger King. <laughs> we found out in a Burger King. So, <laughs> so I'm not going to go into that story. But no, we were on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. We, no, no, no. You, yeah. No, I was like, oh, shoot. I definitely like. Oh, you should. Yeah. That, that would build. A, that would be a great character builder. I don't care. You should tell your son. <laughs> That he was, con- I don't know if Grand Caymans, I don't know if that's a third world country, but you should tell him he was conceived yeah. in a third world Burger King. In a Burger King, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, oh, man, no, so. Sorry, continue. So, no, yeah. <laughs> we, so sh- we were on a cruise with two really good friends, um, it was, and it was just us four, you know, no kids, no no nothing, because they have, they have older kids. Um, they're kind of like what we were talking about before. They were married at like 21, had kids yeah. or whatever, so. Um, they, their kids were there. My kid, my little girl wasn't there. Um, and my wife was like, I just, I don't know. I don't, I feel off. Like I don't feel good. Like <laughs> well, whatever. You had a Burger King. Yeah. So Grand we were like, Cayman. we were at Grand Cayman Island, just got done, you know, petting sea turtles and swimming with the stingrays and, uh, waiting to get back on this cruise ship. And this was like during Corona's too. So like when yeah. Corona was at the height, like, so they were, you know, you get back on the ship, you have to wash your hands and all this kind of stuff. And right. we didn't know what exactly was going on because we didn't have our phones, we didn't have cable, we didn't have nothing. So we were out of the loop for a week. But um, so so we're like, we ran to this little like drugstore, got a got a pregnancy test and went and took it. And the, <laughs> she went inside the bathroom by herself and took the test by herself. And then we got back on and we were like, we told each other, we're like, hey, we're not going to look at it. You know, until we get back on the on the ship with <laughs> with them, and so we get back on, and they're like, they're like, okay, y'all ready to look at it? And uh, we're like, yeah, so come out, you know. And there's that that lines there, and it's like I just yelled at the top of my lungs, and I was so pumped. And we just hugged each other, and it was just like That's awesome. super excited because we knew we wanted to have two kids, at least two kids. Um, her brother has five kids, and I don't, I'm not trying to compete with that by any means. So. Yeah. Um, but we knew we wanted to have two kids. Uh, we knew we wanted a boy and a girl. And God blessed us with, uh, you know, a girl first, a boy second, two years apart. They're literally two years apart. Awesome. So, um, so yeah. On the, on was, the same day? Not oh, quite okay. the same day. So like, one's the 3rd of November, one's the 11th of November. So, I mean, they're like a week apart. Oh, I guess that so, may be easier to budget birthday parties, but that's still kind of a pain in the ass. Not eyes. really. Well, they, we just celebrate their birthdays together. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Obviously, right now. when they get older, eventually. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, right now it's just like because he's only two or he's going to be two. He doesn't know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then last year we were sick with COVID on my daughter's birthday. Yeah. And she was going to turn three, and so like she's literally been talking about her birthday for a year. Yeah. Like, Dad, you know when it's my birthday? Like, 
can we get these cupcakes or can we get these whatever? I'm like, yeah, your birthday's still like nine months away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she's been talking about this thing for a year. Awesome. Um, so we're going to go big this year for her just because she didn't get to have one last year. Yeah, so cool. that's, but anyways, yeah, I mean, just the being a dad, if, if you know you want to be a dad, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It's, it's an amazing experience. Even if you don't know and it's an accident and it's a girl you don't know or whatever you met at a party and like, Hey, you're going to be a dad. Like, dude, Take that and embrace it and don't run away from it because it'll be Absolutely. the best thing that ever happened to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So fatherlessness is one of the chief. Yes. One of the chief uh, problems in yes, America. Definitely. So thank definitely. you for mentioning that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And giving giving some people that hope. No, that's yeah. that's that's really cool the way you, the way you found out. And so you're were you trying for either of these? No, no. You you shoot no, no blanks. <laughs> you, well, you just, for three <laughs> years we did, and then all of a sudden it was like God was like bam bam. I was like, all right, here we go. Interesting. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, was, good for you. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it crazy how it worked out. Crazy so. internal clock. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, like a right? sleep, it's like a sleep sleep schedule. Yeah. You just have this internal clock of when when it's gonna happen. Yeah, so. it was crazy. So yeah, and she was. I mean, I was thirty when we had my daughter, and she was twenty nine. So it's. I mean, we we're older in life you know yeah when that happened so one thing i uh one thing i do admire about you and i almost look to you as kind of a role model on for the future is you do you do a few things um you bring your kids places number one you bring your kids places that they are welcome you don't bring your kids places where they might not be welcome Mm -hmm. and when you do bring your kids along they don't have a damn ipad in their hand Right. And that is something I, I largely admire from you. And I'm not – if you occasionally hand your kid an iPad, that's that's whatever. But we sat in an NFL draft and your daughter played with, you know, spin and, and doctor stuff the yeah. whole time. And she was well-behaved. You know what I mean? I think I told you that when we went to lunch, your kids are really well-behaved. Oh, yeah, because she was with us at yeah, lunch yeah. too. Yeah, yeah they're, they're a pleasure to have around. And Thanks, so, man. like, what is your mentality behind that? How do you do that? And And – Give people, I want a roadmap to how to not have an iPad kid. Man, so... And, and when, do you, when do you take your kids? You know, like, when, when do you decide to take your kids where? Yeah. And how do you make that decision? Because I've not seen there many... There's no people in the middle, kind of like you are. It's either we take our kids to absolutely everything and they run around and, you know, yeah. they're a pain in the ass and we take them to the gym all the yeah. time. And, you know, it's either that level or it's we don't take our kids anywhere and we don't go anywhere because we have kids. How yeah. did you find that middle ground and what do you do to not create an iPad kid? Yeah, so that's a really, very hard middle ground to go on because if I'm, I was raised where you don't get up at a restaurant, you don't run around, you know, absolutely. I, you know, you sit in it, see if you want to get up. We'll go outside and we can, you know, you can do stuff outside, but you, you better, we're going to wait till everybody's done eating, you know, type of deal. Yeah. So that's how I grew up. That's how I was raised. So um, I think that, that in itself um, helped carry over to, to the way I raise my kids and my, my wife and I raise our kids. Absolutely. Um, she was the same way. And so, uh, so I think that's, that's huge in, in, um, you know, knowing where you can take your kids and when you can take your kids, because if you're going to take your kids and they're going to be running around and disturbing and screaming and all that kind of stuff when it's yeah. more of an adult situation. Um, like at a wedding reception a or wedding a birthday reception. party yes, or exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's a time when you're like, hey, let's get a babysitter. You know, yeah. let's get someone over here to watch the kids so that – the, the thing is too is you need that time as a couple Absolutely. to go out and not have to worry about the kids. You don't want to – 
man, my little boy, he runs everywhere. Like, I don't want to be chasing him around. I've seen him. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. not lying. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. He's I mean, he's everywhere. So, I don't want to be chasing him around while I'm trying to enjoy this time with my wife and celebrate this, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, or yeah. hang out with friends or, or anything like that. So, um, so that's that's part of of you know just res- I guess respecting that almost yeah um, respecting how, other people's time and, right. and space and exactly attention yep yep exactly so um, and you know sometimes they put on the the reservation hey uh, this is an adult only thing so find a babysitter and go yeah like, as, as a, it's good to hear you say that because as an as an adult with kids you're not offended by that you understand it right correct yes yeah. definitely yeah. yeah yeah for sure yep you're not one of those so, guys like well I want to you know my, my kids are welcome no. anywhere and it's yeah. like nah dude no. you know what I mean they're kids yeah. you know yeah. so I, I do not have a problem taking my kids anywhere with me but I also understand understand and want to respect that and I, like I said want to enjoy some time with my wife yeah. away from my kids you Absolutely. know because first and foremost she's more she's more important than your kids are yeah your relationship with your wife is more important than your kids are and then your kids are right underneath that right you know so i like um, that but yeah it's you need that time with your wife so uh and it's just less stressful like you know <laughs> like that's well, yeah, what causes yeah. like 90 percent of our arguments is is the kids and like how we handle things and stuff like that with them. And they're like, it's like bouncing off the wall or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you, you get to get away from that. Yes, exactly. It's like, do you want to so, take your damn dog every, and not to compare kids with dogs, but that's what I have is like, yeah, do you want to take your dog every single place? Are you prepared to pick up crap? You know what I mean? Are you exactly. prepared to wipe up pee? And what if somebody gets in their face a little bit too much and yep. you know, they bite them. It's the yep. same issues with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very close. Sure. No, it, but that's, I think that's where that comes into play. And then, um, it's, far as the ipad thing uh so my daughter has an ipad uh, my son is just getting to the point where he's wanting to watch you know whatever um my daughter once her attitude changes we take that away absolutely it goes away because 90 percent of the time what she sees on that and i don't know what she learns at daycare she obviously learns stuff at daycare um but i can control what she sees on that ipad and if yeah. she's gonna watch it or not um and so that's that's one thing, like you said at the NFL draft when we were there, or the fantasy draft uh, last weekend. Um, she was actually in trouble. She, w- I was, you're not watching it all weekend because of your attitude this morning, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that was, we took that away from her, and we are very consistent with that. Absolutely. And she knows that it's a privilege, not a tool. Exactly. Yep. Don't take it somewhere. And and we're human, right? I'm gonna be honest with you and tell you, my kids bawling their eyes out at a restaurant. Man, hey, here let's you want to watch this? Let's watch this. You know, yeah. and I, or let's let's color. Let's, you know, interact with your kids there, yeah. you know, and and do that. Well, that's what you did at, so. at Bubba's was the coloring. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think you actually she may have been watching something on your phone, but it got to the point where she was like, and don't take this, but she was even annoying you. You know what I mean? She was getting a little annoying with you. Yeah. You were getting annoyed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with her being on her phone, and that's when you turn to the colors and you're like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. We're going to color. You yeah. know what I mean? And so. Yeah. And she's, and so like I said, being consistent with that, she's very understanding with that. We don't allow the phones at the dinner table. My wife and I put our phones up on the table. Even if I'm on call, I put my phone up on the table. If it's that important, they'll leave a message and I'll call them back in 10 minutes or whatever when we're done eating. Yeah. So she knows when I go to the table, okay, it's time to put the, the iPad up if I'm watching it or whatever. Um, and so there's certain times and there's uh, a time and a place to watch that. Yeah. You know? And so we really try to regulate that. Um, and I guess I need to 
say why we try to regulate that really is because man, I want my, my kids to be able to talk to people. Absolutely. Like I want them to be able to interact with people. I want them to be able to know what's going on around them and be situationally aware of anything that could happen or might happen. I don't want them stuck in a phone, you know? 100%. Um, so that's that's really why uh, why we do that. Um, the, you know, the reasoning behind that, plus, you know, how we, well, I was raised, I didn't, we didn't have phones, you know, cell phones. We had the cool yeah. the Nokia, you know, we could play Snake or whatever. On the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had the text T9. Yeah. Bro, that's a well, lost, you didn't play that's snake a lost you art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for right. sure. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, no, so so that's that's really the reason why we do that um, is because we just want them to be able to interact with people and talk to people and, and know what's going on. Now, my daughter, she's, like I said, I've mentioned her age a few times. Um, she's about to be four. She orders... She orders for herself at a restaurant. Well, that is not surprising knowing your so, wife. Right. <laughs> that, that, is, right. That, that doesn't surprise me knowing right. your wife. I, I would reckon that your daughter so. would send or send food back. Yeah. Knowing knowing yeah. Jarissa, yeah. I would reckon that so. your daughter would send food back. And that's not to say anything bad about your yeah. wife. It's very good. Right. But like knowing knowing Jarissa, that is not surprising <laughs> yeah. at all that your daughter would order her food and then send yeah. it back afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So. for sure. No, she she uh, she's very independent. My wife is extremely independent. Um, yeah. and so it's you know, it's just one of those things. My, awesome. my son can't <laughs> really talk yet. He yeah. can say like more, you know, he can say a few things, so he's not to that point, but he, he will talk to people. He will wave at people. He will say hi. He will, yeah, they're both you know, really interactive. So yeah. And that's what, that's what we want. We, yeah. So that's why we do that. Well, and you know, that's, that's cool that they, they have the technology and you're learning how to, it's a dichotomy because you don't want your kids to be ignorant to technology and you know, like for sure it's a tech world dog. You know what yep. I mean? Like, I had a, we had Nintendo DS's, you know what I mean? And on a road trip, you best bet we got that Nintendo DS, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know that it was ever, my dad may tell me that I'm wrong. I don't know that it was ever, I was think I was still young enough and in that age group where he didn't really have to enforce the whole, we're not going to play with the Nintendo 24 seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know that that was very enforced. You know, or at dinner and stuff like that. Because and maybe it's because it got to us when we were a little bit older. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we had that stuff, and and I really like how you balance that and and help find balance. Because again, it's a privilege, not a tool. Definitely. Well, I guess it can it can be a tool too because you're using it to, to help instill discipline. Right. But it it should be viewed the same way as a, as a privilege. You right. Know what I mean? as yeah. Other yeah. Privileges. Yeah. You should be able, you should take that away from them as fast as you give it to them. Yeah. You know. Um. And so. So yeah, no, that, that's really cool. I like that. And like, just one more time, I want to completely compliment you on your children because thank you. Other people's children, not my gig, but I, I really enjoy having yours around, and it's cool to see that. And you know, like I said, it's it's always interesting. I'm a really observant dude, and I, I think too deep about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But like, and this is gonna sound weird, but I, I've, I've been watching you. You know what I mean? Like how you interact with your kids and stuff like that. And I just I, I started kind of taking note of what what events that you take your your kids to and where you bring your kids and you know you've asked me like you asked me you know do we want to bring the kids here what are we what are we doing and stuff like that yeah. i've been taking note about that and i think you do that really well like you brought them to the be- to the pool party yeah that, that was a perfect place to have some kids you know right. running around yep you don't bring them to the reset i don't think you, you didn't bring them to the reception nope. did you no nope. okay I, you didn't bring them to blue's birthday party did you no yeah so i've been noticing
noticing that and you do that really really well and your your kids are absolutely awesome um, thank you and hope that hope it continues that way yeah and yeah too. dude your, you. your boy runs around 24 uh, 7 like he's unstoppable if that kid like if, if he ever becomes a fat kid something went wrong right. you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. if he ever becomes a fat kid it's because something went drastically wrong yeah. because he runs 24 7 yeah he is um, all boy like that puddles running cars anything with a, a four wheels or yeah. two wheels at that and a and an engine like he's all about it you need to get him together with uh, Oscar's little boy yeah I don't know if y'all do play dates but that, no, that little kid yeah they're both cute but I, maybe it's just the way that like Oscar they, they dressed their little kid to look just like his dad remember at the reception yep because he was at the reception yeah and he, he was, was he was really cool he did you know very I mean? well like, yeah yeah he did very well at the reception and I like the way Oscar and them handle that as well. I don't know if it's just a well-mannered baby. I haven't spent as much time around his as I have yours, but uh, that is the cutest kid yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I think, I think too, they, first of all, your wife and I, your wife and you, or my wife and I are on the same page as far as discipline goes. Yes. So that's huge. We don't, if my wife disciplines them in a way that I don't a hundred percent agree with or whatever, that is not the time to discuss that. No, absolutely. Later not. is the time to just because they will see that and they will use that against you. Yeah. Um, later is the time to say, hey, I mean, do you think, like, should I have said that a little bit different? You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, hey, you know, do you realize how, you know, and 99% of the time they're like, yeah, I realize I handled that wrong. Yeah. You know, and I shouldn't even use, I should have used myself as the example because 99% of the time with me that handles yeah. it wrong, you know? But, anyways, um, and then being consistent. You have to be consistent with your kids. If, I mean, if you tell them you're going to do something, hey, you do that again, I'm going to pop you on the butt. Yeah. You do it again, pop them on the butt. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to get the paddle out or the belt out and whip them. Yeah. You just give them a good thump. They know. Yeah. You know. My dad, he used to, uh, he would hit us on the head with his ring sometimes. Like not oh, aggressively, yeah. but you know, kind of pop us on the head with his ring. Yep. But he was always real adamant about never using his hand for spankings. Yeah. And he would always use like a belt or something like that for spankings. And uh, it was actually my little sister everybody knows so my little sister's adopted and when they were doing some of the, the home visitations and stuff like that uh, I remember listening to him explain that and she, like he never wanted to like raise his hand at him you know what I mean and yeah. so like they they enjoyed that you know what yeah. I mean and it it was a different time because I feel like if you told you CPS you did any corporal punishment right now oh, like, yeah. like, give us the kid you know what I yeah, mean like, you know, for, sure. The kid. But, for sure but uh, yeah no that that's interesting and I could imagine being on a different page with discipline I see that happen with some couples and that's that's yeah, crazy. You know it what is, I mean? It but, is. It's really hard to see that. And because, yeah, anyways, like yeah. I said, kids take it to a whole nother level and you've got to, you've yeah. got to be on the same page with your spouse. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I had, uh, I had some other things. I had a really good question and I completely forgot it. Oh no. I, I, I just, I it, it completely slipped my mind. Oh, uh, you have, you said your your relationship with your wife is more important than your kids. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, I I don't really know where I stand, but I don't automatically disagree with you on that. So explore that and and let the the audience know why you think that because some people are going to hear that and they're going to go, excuse me, you yeah. know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. explain that and and give me a, a little bit of details on on why that is. Yeah. So first of all, um, just going back to the biblical, it's a it's a biblical principle. Okay. You know, it's it's God, spouse, kids. Um, so you take that and you look at your spouse, your spouse is going to be with you for the rest of your life. Correct. Your kids are going to go, they're going to get married. They're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to dive into that relationship and learn as much and be with your spouse as much as you can. 
to, um, you know what I mean? Uh, so that you can, um, just enjoy that life. Um, yeah. cause like I said, you were, you were going to be with your, your wife for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Um, and so I would hate to be, you know, 75 years old, my kids are out of the house and my wife and I hate each other. Yeah. Because we never spend time with each other. Absolutely. You know, or we never did anything. And she's resenting like, oh, I should have divorced this dude a long time ago and enjoyed some of my life with another. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. God, that would destroy me if I knew that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's that's huge. And that's yeah. that's where that comes into play with that. So. No, that may, and I just had an epiphany that it's the same thing. It's the same thing down generation as it is up generation. You know, a lot of people say that, oh, my family's more important than anything. Well, not once you get married. Right. You know what I mean? Because you have to leave your mother and you have yeah. to leave your father yeah. and go do that thing. I just had that epiphany. It's yeah. the same thing down the chain. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, you're going to protect your kids and, and get them out of the house feeling good and well. Oh, for sure. But but it's the same thing down the I just had that. Yeah. It came to me when, yeah. you, when you said that because yep. it, it, that makes a lot of sense that the, the, they're going to leave you eventually and you're going to, you know, you're going to have your spouse. Yep. And so thanks for that. that yeah. That really, that, that cemented that that uh uh ideology that, that really makes a lot of sense so that, that, i was going to ask you something and i cannot remember what it was I, I i can't for the lot it was a it was a really good question and i can't remember what it was um damn it hey. <laughs> yeah well dude like, overall dude you've got a, a really good family and i think that you have a lot to offer our listeners um as far as you know what is your purpose and and how did you you know how did you find that purpose and all those things? I think we've really explored that really, really well. And I think you have a lot to offer and uh, hope to have you back. I've got some more stuff for you. What What is going to change? So this is something I kind of do at the end of every podcast for, uh-huh. for people. How is your purpose going to change? What, what, what additions or subtractions do you see coming? What, you know, how is that going to develop? How is your purpose specifically going to develop? Um, so, I mean, even just having this conversation with you, I, I see stuff and realize things that, you know, maybe – Maybe I can still work on stuff with <clears throat> your your relationship with your wife and your family is an ongoing, growing absolutely thing. You know what I mean? So it's like even in this conversation here, it's like it actually it motivates me to do better. You know, because here I am I'm, I, now. I gotta you know now yeah, I gotta yeah. you know talk the talk and walk the walk. You know absolutely. after this, but no, it's uh, it, it motivates me to do even better than um, and I'm not not trying to toot my own horn or, or anything like that. Um, but I want to be a better man every day with that. So this helps, helps me to push towards that. Yeah. Um, and I, it's just a continuous thing that you want to, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say worship your wife, but you want to bring her up and lift her up in every single thing that she can. Absolutely. She's going to go through stuff in life too. There she's going to be down and, um, it just happened with my wife a few weeks ago. She had a huge presentation, uh, flew all, all the way to Houston to, to deliver this. it. Oh. And she lost her voice and oh. she was just oh. devastated. Like oh. my wife is a very, like I said, very driven person, um, a very independent person. And so for that to happen, like she called me and was like, I can't, I can't talk right now. Like in tears, That's I can't awful. talk right now. I can't, so, I can't even imagine. Oh, you know, so in my being a guy, I'm like, oh, I gotta fix this. You know, that's yeah. that's that's me. Where do I find a voice? Yeah, exactly. Where, where, where do I get it? I'm exactly. gonna drive it down there right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get you a, a wheelchair like Stephen Hawking, and you can freaking type <laughs> yeah. on that thing or whatever. Where do I find one? Yeah, I'll cash so, it out. I'll sell my blazer. Yeah, exactly. Where's that? Oh, I don't know about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's fair. That's I'm just, fair. I'm just playing. Um, but no, so 
so being there for her and, and and trying to lift her up and you know trying to make her look at it in a different light you know um but also at that time give her space because she needs that time to kind of just de-escalate kind of take a yeah. breath you know she needs that her time because that's how she deals with stuff right. and so i'm not immediately going to be like hounding her with things that she can do right no you did great you did great blah blah blah, blah. you know i'm not going to do that because she's yeah. going to be like you're dumb. No, I didn't. You know, like <laughs> yeah, what you're saying is not changing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not changing anything. It's actually making it worse. So, yeah. you know. So, um, so, anyways, I think just continuing to grow and learn about my wife, learn about my kids, uh, how we can react. And kids are, it's something new every day. You know, I mean, I'm learning. Like we were at Target the other night. And my son just like all of a sudden loves dinosaurs, and I'm like cool you know i love dinosaurs obviously i have a dinosaur tattoo so um so i'm like so that's something that you learn oh now i can relate with my son in this way you know we can you know do that so i think i really think that's that's what it is man it's just continuing to learn and to react and to um just just be there for your family yeah at all times that makes sense so yeah well that makes a lot of sense man and uh i really appreciate you having uh coming on this podcast and, and opening up. For Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, absolutely. You know, I, you know, for this, I, I, I wanted to identify some men that I knew in my life that are doing well and that I, I look up to as, as role models to, to kind of have some of these, these discussions. And it's funny because, you know, a lot of these guys that listen to this podcast are people that, you know, I talk to and, and try to help and stuff like that. And they help me. And you're, you're the first one to come on that I didn't, think a lot alike with you know what i mean like we had some some differences uh-huh. and i think that was really really good for sure and you know you you've proven me wrong on, on a few different things you know what i mean uh sure. I'll, I'll take my lumps where i can get them because yeah. it, it means I'm, it means i'm getting better you know what Heck i mean yeah uh i, I think a, a big key was that that dating as an adult i think that was that was wonderful everything you've said has been wonderful but i think that'll go out to a few people that i know and, and really reach out to them and, and make sense so uh, man, I, I think that's everything. Do you have any anything for me? Any questions for me while we're sitting here? Anything uh, you want to discuss? Man, no. I just uh, just really being a guy in this day and age, it's just continue to push forward to be a better better than you were yesterday. Absolutely. And I know that's a little bit of a cliche thing to yeah, say, yeah. but in all honesty, it's so true. So, um, man, just my encouragement to you. Uh, just continue to, to push yourself to strive for something better. Don't settle. Don't ever settle. Right. Strive for, for being better, for doing better, for getting whatever better. Strive yeah. for that. Absolutely. Always. Um, once you get complacent, man, your, your life dies. Absolutely. Don't ever get complacent. Absolutely. I always have the saying that I say complacency kills and it does. It doesn't matter if you're in law enforcement or you're uh, a dad, you start to get complacent in your family life, dude, it, it's going to kill you. You're Wonderful. just, yeah. You know, Anyways, couldn't agree more. So. And I've got some books that I want to show you after, after we're done this, yeah. done with this, but man, thank you. Thank you a ton. Uh, I look forward to seeing you grow and improve and, you know, teaching me more, uh, getting into the CrossFit gym. I don't know when we're going to work out together next, yeah. but I hope that we, uh, we get some good competition going on. Sure. So, thanks John. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. So, 
Thanks, everybody, for listening to uh, the Purpose Podcast uh, with John Larson. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to Bret Hart's podcast that we posted the last two weeks and uh, enjoying that. Again, if you have any feedback for me, just get in touch with me. Let me know. A lot of the guys that are listening to this are pretty close to me. So please, please, please come let me know what I can do better, you know, what I'm, you know, what you think I'm not doing well. Again, keep the, the ideas streaming in as far as what can we do that's different. We implemented the uh, – we've, we've been implementing the – uh, rapid fire questions. We did them with Brett at the end of the episode. We did them with John at the beginning of the episode. And I think that they uh, they worked really well. And it, it's something kind of cool to, to help break the ice with, with people and let you kind of get a sense of, of who they are before the, the episode. Let me know if you have any other ideas. Like I said, there's a few that... I want to go through with like maybe some influential men that you know are, are in the world that we can go and maybe do like a, a biography of them or maybe some fictional characters and we, we want to understand that why why they're so inspirational to other people. Maybe it's maybe it's Spider Man and why what male traits does he does he really bring to the table and, and teach kids, you know, how to be better. Uh, so yeah, give me all your ideas, give me all your feedback. Uh, yeah, thanks guys and uh, tune into the next one. Appreciate it.